Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I am 30 and Still Gaming. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. How's it going, bro? Bro, not talking for two weeks, and look what happened. I know. It's 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 a fucking it's a fucking mess. It's a travesty. It's a travesty. We should never take weeks off. It's, it's incredible. We should never take weeks off. Those of you that are just joining us, this is Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week. We're live every single Thursday, well, not every single Thursday, most Thursdays throughout the year. We do about 35 to 40 episodes a year, uh, one each week almost. Um, we, we rant about topics from the past week, from news stories. You can catch us live on 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday nights right here on Mixer. If you miss us, you can watch past broadcasts on YouTube um, for past broadcasts. That comes about a week later if not more. But after today's show, you can listen to us on iTunes, uh, Podbeam, Google Play, and Spotify. Uh, The audio broadcasts of them go up by noon the next day. Do appreciate everyone listening to those and downloading those and sharing with your friends. Please rate us uh, on iTunes because that's where we're getting most of our views and we're looking to get some sort of sponsorship for this podcast. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Bungie's Roadmap. Right? We're going to be talking about Rockstar Online that just launched this week. We're going to be talking about Sea of Thieves update that just did a, a nice um, uh, quality of life update for Sea of Thieves. We're going to talk about EA. But we're not talking about EA in like in the normal like let's shit on them type thing. I have a theory about why EA is making the games that they're making in the format they're making them in. And I'll we'll discuss that. And then we're going to talk about Bethesda fuckery, right? The Bethesda fuckery that's going on. Like, look, I'm I'm a Bethesda fan. I like Bethesda, okay. But they're doing some like really scummy shit as a business, as a as an operation um, that we'll talk about. And we'll, we'll, I'll talk about my my experience with Fallout 76. I put about 81 hours into the game, um, so we'll talk about my experience there and how my experience was completely different than everybody else's until two days ago. And then I can actually get on the bandwagon with everyone else shitting on the game. And I understand why. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about Bungie's uh, roadmap for the year. Now, Sarge hasn't played, right? Sarge hasn't played Destiny since, I think, January or February, correct? Well, when I, I, I stopped playing before the other DLCs came out. Correct. Which the first so- one was like March, I believe. Right, so February probably. Okay. So I think it was like February, March. Now, Sarge does follow all the stuff. I, I've i been playing the game. I do enjoy it, but at the same time, they've lost me because just I've been burned for four you, years. You're done. Right. You know, you've done everything you can do currently. That I want to do. That I want to do. That you want to do. That correct. That I want to do. I made it to, to max light. Uh, I got the guns that I want. 
Now, they have new guns that are coming out, Pinnacle guns that come out for Vanguard, one for Gambit, and then one for Crucible that you can go for, that you can get right now. It started on Tuesday. Um, so you can get those guns. This roadmap that, that, that's on the screen right now, I'm trying to... Can I, can I get it bigger? I don't think I can get it bigger. I think this is about as big as I can get it. Um, so starting next Tuesday, Sarge, the, the Season of the Forge is coming out, which is called the Black Armory. All right. The Black Armory is a is a game mode where you're gonna not a game mode, but you're gonna be able to forge your own weapons inside the we, game. Yeah, so you know, we, we talked about this in the past. Did we not I'm pretty sure we talked about yes. making your own weapons. Yes. Like 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 we rebuilt the Gallahorn. Like Correct. That kind of thing. You find pieces of a gun, you you find all the pieces of the gun, then you're able to go to a forge and forge it into a unique weapon or right. Uh, I'm sorry, what's the gold weapon called? Uh the gold <clears throat> weapon? What's the gold weapon called? What's the, what's the terminology in Destiny? Oh, uh, exotic. Exotic. Okay. Right. I was so, like, the gold weapon. I was like, what are you yeah, talking gold, about? Yeah, the gold weapons. So, yeah, if, once again, it's them talking directly out of their ass, because we've talked about this many times before. Right. And they actually did this. If you don't you remember during Destiny 1, there was things where you could forge your own weapon. There was a thing where you put the weapon together. Right. So, my question is... What's the difference now? <laughs> is is now is is what what I see as a a thing to keep people coming back for for this uh this armory DLC is the fact that instead of trying to find the three exotics that we introduced new to the game, now there's eighteen weapons. Or well, not exotic. Weapons. They're not exotic. No, yeah. No, 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 no. I know there's eighteen or maybe twelve or eighteen different weapons that come in pieces. Now, so instead of 12 or 18, it's three or four pieces a piece. That's like 56, 80 things, 87 pieces right. of stuff to find in order to make the guns. Now, whether or not they're attached to missions or they're attached to lost sectors and you just have to keep killing stuff until something drops, you know, how is it how is it integrated into the actual story? Right. From what I understand, the 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 character I, I forgive me I don't remember her name the character that guards the right she's the she's board. been hidden she doesn't like the vanguard she doesn't right. trust them she's... she doesn't trust them so the story is they don't want you to have the pretty guns that can kill a lot of people so that's what says, that's what it says to me like there's, these guns should be really really good right like on the on on Gallahorn level good right? right if somebody's guarding them and they don't want us to have them then they should be something really spectacular right so you would you would hope you would hope my concern is this is a doorway for them to bring back Destiny 1 weapons. More weapons, yeah. Like, she has the plans for the Fatebringer or the Galahorn or the Icebreaker or all this other stuff. This right. this just leads right into it, right? That's the, my concern. This is, this is the free stuff that you get, right? So the, the top section is free seasonal updates. So each column is, like, the week, right, of the of, or each is a month, right? So you get the dawning. You get a power increase. You get new vanity rewards. You get a black armory weapon, weapons and gear. You get a new raid, and you get the black armory forges. Okay, that's that's coming out in December, right? That's this season. In January, okay, new triumphs and lore books, new rank rewards. That's the free stuff. Paid DLC for the for the forge, the armory that you that you purchase gets the exotic quests, new triumphs and lore books, and black armory forges still. Okay. That's January. And then February, free events is Crimson Days and Iron Banner. And then there's nothing, right? Nothing. There's just a gap there. Then comes March through May. 
In March, you have the season of the Drifter, right? The guy who does the Gambit, Drifter. You got Gambit private matches and new maps. Now, why the private matches have taken so long to get back into Destiny since it took them two years, two and a half years to get them to Destiny 1. Then they got rid of them for Destiny 2. And now they're bringing them back for this particular thing now is beyond me, right? I don't, you already had the technology. You got rid of it and they, and they brought it back. Uh, there's a power increase. Each power increase is 50. going up 50, right? 50. So in December, you're going to go up to 650. In May or March, you're going to go up to 700, okay? Uh, you get new variety of vanity items, rewards. You get Joker Wilds weapons and gear. You get new Gambit experience, and you how get much, Zerg bounties. How much? Oh, wow, Zerg bounty. How much you want to bet that once you get to a 1,000 power light level, the super raid opens up? They're going to do something. Right, but that's another year. That's at least another year. Well, that's another year for somebody. Any for me, but it'll be for right. Somebody. So <laughs> then, in in April, you get exotic quests. You get new triumphs and lore books, new rank rewards, exotic quests. You get free exotic quests for both both free and for the paid pass content. Okay, new triumphs and lore books and Joker's Wilds weekly quests. And then in May, you get the spring event. You get Iron Banner, and you get nothing. Uh, added on for the annual pass content. In June, you have the season of the, and they, they don't have a name. They don't. They haven't said it yet. It's just a, a white bar. Okay, it's the season of the. Okay, you get a power increase, which would be uh, seven hundred. You get new vanity rewards. You get new weapon gear. You get new raid. So that's two raids. Okay? Two full raids, not raid layers. Actual raids. Well, we'll see. New six-player match-made activity, whatever that means. You get exotic quests, more exotic quests, new Triumph and Lore books, new ranks. This is in July, okay? You get, it's redacted. They don't tell you what's there. You get new Triumphs and Lore books. Here's, here's my thing. A couple of things I see on here, the new Triumphs and Lore books type thing is in both the annual pass and the free content. Why are they doing that is beyond me, considering if I paid an annual pass, is this a different lore book that they don't get for free? Do you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> well, I'm more I'm more interested in seeing the fact that if you're gonna come up with a raid, and I do see raid here twice. Two like, two raids, yeah, two like, new raids. A raid. My question is, is what is the story leading up to those raids? You don't just right. drop a raid, right? You know the raid has got the raid has content and meaning to the players that are playing. Like they each had their own little story, and so my question is: is what should be written in here somewhere is story <laughs> content leading up to raid is what it should say, not just. Well, I think the season itself, <clears throat> right? The season itself leading up to it. Now, here's my question: I, I would just about this this whole little thing here. And you know how well these go for Bungie in the past. But my question is, is if I have the bottom, do I have, get the top as well? Or these that's, are that's, separate stuff? I'm that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So the top no, is no. for everybody. The top is for everybody. Right. It's free for everybody. If you own if you own just Forsaken right. and you don't that's get the annual get. pass. So for me to get Black Army, I have to buy Black Army. Correct. I, I have to buy it or Correct. buy the season pass. Correct. Okay. Okay, but that's my question. The new Triumphs and Lore Books is in both of them. So if you're if I bought the annual pass and you're putting it in the annual pass content, is it different 
annual pass content or is it the exact same as you know what i'm saying is the lore book different in the what i purchased or does everybody get it and if it, it I'm, I'm okay if everyone gets it just don't fluff the article here by putting lore and content in the bottom section because it makes it look like it's got more stuff do you know what i'm saying so that and same with uh, Exotic Quests, right? Exotic Quests is for free. Exotic Quests is also for paid people. So do the people that got the annual pass get to do certain exotic quests that the person that didn't get the content do? Do you know what I'm saying? That's not that's not spoken. That's not seen. Now in the vid doc, <clears throat> in the vid doc, you were going to say something, Sarge? Yeah, my, my, my other question is this. And I'll, I'll be I'll be positive for just a moment. I know you guys love when I'm positive. So, if this is the roadmap, okay. My question is: is when Bungie had stated openly to a games writer that they could right. not keep up, they could not keep up with content. Right. It so Jason Schreier, Jason Schreier reported that they could not keep up. Working. It was it was really hard, is what they said. Right. Very to difficult. do what changed? So. If this is if I take this if I take this verbatim, my question then is: Is the original interview a lie, or is this a lie? Or you couldn't do it? Or both lies, could, right? Or both know, of them lies. This is what I'm saying because this seems like a very laid out plan of what is actually coming out. This is coming out, right? The raid is coming out, right? Right. It says it. The raid is coming out, right? Like tomorrow, I'm like. In, like or next week. I'm not, I'm, I'm not interested in like new weapons and gear. We knew that's going to come regardless. Like if you're not giving me new weapons and gear every every six months or so, then I'm going to have questions. But that actually says raid twice. twice. Two raids. Two new raids. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, my question is, I, I'd be excited. In the vid doc, they said that they're really excited about going forward and doing what you just said, having content all the time. They're not doing DLCs. They're just injecting new life and stories and lore into the game. So you're saying to me they're not going to do this? They're going to do this? Yes. Remember, I've always said for four years that they always do, the you only play this content, right? And now they're, here, here's Black Armory, and oh, here's here's the season of the Drifter. Oh, and here's season of whatever, and you have all this stuff to do, right? It's constantly being fed to you where if you're a person that plays every week, Everything seems like it's better for you. Now, they've done a really fantastic job with Forsaken. Yep. If they can continue doing what they've done with the Dreaming City every week, they've constantly progressed the lore story and stuff like that going forward. I'm excited for this if they can do it. But here we are. No, no, not, 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 not if they can do it. We know they can do it. Well, no. We yeah. don't know if they can do it no, 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 because they have yet to do it. We can do it because we've seen what they've done in the past when it goes right. They know how to do Small it. Small increments, and this is the this is the big thing, though, right? This is an entire year that they're constantly going to give out. They remember when D one came out, they hyped the shit out of D one, and we were all going, "Oh yeah, this is going to be awesome!" It. Right? And then it came out, we're like, "Oh, it's so it's so good. The potential could be so amazing," and that potential never made it. Right? Then they well, blew it up. Taking King was a step in the right direction. Right, and then it blew just it up. Like, just like Forsaken was. Correct. And then, and then it went downhill. Then they blew it up. That's what I'm saying. So, so this is why I'm, I'm a little cautious. They they know how to promote stuff. And the, the vid doc they showed, I was like, all right. I like what I see. And I made a tweet about it. I said, I like what I'm seeing. Okay? I've been saying this stuff for four years. But now I'm holding my breath. 
I'm holding my breath now because if they can pull it off, then potentially this game can be what they told us four years ago, five years ago when they were marketing Destiny 1, right? This is a good roadmap. I'm excited about this. But again, if they don't keep up with it because they've went on multiple quiet routes of nothing happening, they don't want to talk about it, there's there's a, right, there's a big if, a big if, if they can do it. Now, I'm not rooting against them. Again, I'm a Destiny fan. I'm a Bungie fan. I've played it up to this point, okay? I want them to do well. But look, if they do this and it all comes out, I can tell you I told you so, right? Because I said this stuff could have been in the game way back when how they're implementing it into the game now, okay? Well, and if it doesn't work the, out, I say, remember, I told you so. Right, they're 18 <laughs> months behind regardless of what we see. Right. right. We, we know automatically that the Destiny itself as a franchise is 18 months behind right. whatever you see. Okay. Okay. So what we have said on multiple occasions in multiple different shows uh, have come to fruition. Uh, and now the making your own weapons is coming back. And we talked about that. Well, we'll see how it bit. works. They'll probably fuck it up. They'll, they'll probably fuck <laughs> it up. Be so, don't be so negative. I, because I, that, that, they'd so get the proof to me. That, but building your own weapons. Okay, see, this is, this, this is the problem. Building your own weapons could be something that's actually fun something to huge. do. Because you have to go to certain areas to find certain items, right? I got to go to this planet yeah, to find but that's, this. That... I got to go to this planet to find this. And to find the drops. Now, There's no difference, they, though. They, how they implement how the drops happen and why and what for what reason makes it good or bad. Here's what I think is going to be. Otherwise, I, I, listen, pieces of a gun, okay, pieces of a gun is just like finding the gun. Great. No, this is exactly what I'm going to say. That's exactly what I'm going to say. Exactly the same. This is exactly what I was just going to say. To build one or finding the gun. If if you're just elongating the process. Me pushing a button on the on the chart of the gun to unlock the scope or unlock this. Now, now if they do it correctly, Sarge, if they do it correctly, they can implement my gun technique where you use that piece of gear and level it up. And then forge those pieces together to make the exotic weapon. You know what I'm saying? So you have a shitty weapon, you use it, then you forge it with another piece, and then it becomes a blue weapon. And then you use that blue weapon, and then you forge, you find another piece, and you have to use that piece, and you forge it, and then it becomes a purple weapon. If they do that, fantastic. But what's it going to be? But what stops you from grinding enough to where? You can make your own exotic. What? That, that's the point, though. You grind enough long enough, you can make that gun you, into exotic. You invent your own exotic. But that'll never happen because of the perks and stuff. Oh, please. I can tell you what's going to happen. This black army is not going to... This forging thing is not going to be very cool. Okay? It's exactly what you just said, Sarge. You're just going to find the weapon pieces, which is just the nodes of the gun that you're picking anyway. Right, and you're piecing them together. So instead of just getting the gun and using the gun, you have to find the nodes for the gun and then have the gun to pick. So we're clear. I want to be wrong on this. Like, I want to be. wrong. I'm telling you, man. But but I I know too much. I want to be wrong. But I I I, listen. Everyone everyone gets their own little thought process in the development of the game. Is is the same guy now in charge of Destiny again, or did he step down as somebody that, else? That, no, no. So the people, the two guys that were in charge of Forsaken, are are continuing working on this. Uh, Luke Smith and them are working on the 
next expansion in September. Right, so this group that's working right now is working on that. When it made Forsaken, have this, made all this, this stuff. This is the B team, or this is the well, Forsaken this, team. This is well, technically, this was the B team, but now it's the main team because they made Forsaken, right? Okay. So, okay. So the B team became the A team, and the A team became the C team, and the C team is trying to become the B team, which is then trying to over four to become the A team again, right? Yeah, you always want to be the A team because you don't want a shitty content coming out. I think I think what they're what they're really trying to do here is they they want to get to a place where people want to play the game on purpose, on purpose. I'm milking here. I'm milking in order to make the microtransactions. Otherwise, there's not really a point to go back to a game, right? Yeah. And they haven't found they haven't found the way to implement microtransactions into a game that they created to make it worthwhile to the guests to actually to to actually get the microtransaction regardless if it's cosmetic or not, right? Whereas, and I don't want this to be a segue, I'm just using this as a point. Uh, whereas a rock star, and I, I want to be, be perfectly clear when I say this, uh, I'm completely against microtransactions of any kind in any game, except free mobile games that you know is a slot machine. Right. Okay. Are we switching, are we switching to Rockstar? Are we so, switching to Rockstar? Not, if you want to, yes, but I'm not meaning this to be a, a, a segue, but if you wanted to, we can. All right, so... Rockstar has implemented a policy in which they make an incredible single-player campaign with a great story and great moments in the game. And then when that game is over, there is an online version of the game to play with missions and everything else, except now they implement microtransactions in there, and that's completely up to you. Right, you can't complain about it because you just played an entire game, right? Right, right. This is everything is optional. That, everything right. on top of what you paid right. sixty dollars for is free on, and optional. Right. The online portion of a Rockstar game is 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 the cherry game. is the cherry on top of right. the cake. It's the end game of the single player game. Right. Right. The online version is for a really for you to continue playing in that world, just not doing the story, but they give you other things to do. And they have locked on to this, and they've done really well, as we all seen how much GTA Five made. Right. Okay. And I and I don't think for a moment, I don't think for a moment, that Red Dead would look this good if GTA Five shark cards didn't do as well. Oh, absolutely. If it wasn't for shark cards, they they have dedicated servers now. They didn't have a server house. Remember the debacle of Grand Theft Auto Online, right? Weeks. Weeks Two and a half weeks of just. Like it was, it was, it was stupid. It was just absolutely dumb. It was one of the worst launches of an online game ever. Okay, yet that game went on to make a billion dollars with the B, right? So let me let me say let me say this with with Rockstar. I've never had an issue with their shark cards. If you want to go buy the shark cards and then go buy the million dollar jet or the boat or whatever, by all means, go ahead. That doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. But it kind of does if you're racing, okay, and you have a faster car than me. But you get around that because if you create a race, you can choose what people use as as cars. Correct. Right? So it, it, it negates the pay-to-win model, okay? And now I'm going to make the same point for Red Dead Redemption 2 online, okay? I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and they're all – really upset about the microtransactions one about the grindiness of it okay and two about the unfairness of people can buy the better guns than you okay in multiplayer and certain modes are bring your own guns 
Other modes are you can only use this weapon. You can only use this weapon. Other modes are like the horse racing. You have to literally run over a weapon on the ground. It's like a barrel. Your horse runs into it. Okay. And then you pick up the shotgun and then you can use that shotgun. Or if you run over the sniper rifle, you use the sniper rifle. So there's 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 ways around it. So for everyone that has a problem saying that it's a pay-to-win type thing where I can buy the best gun in the game because when gold comes out and I can purchase the gold, I can just spend $100, buy myself the high-end, you know, carbon rifle, okay, whatever, and, and then kill you because it does more damage. It's a one-hit kill. Correct. But at the same time, this is day three of the of an open beta. Okay, they've already said they're going to put in private servers. They've already said that they're going to put everything in, basically, of what Grand Theft Auto Five Online is. Meaning, you can create your own matches. You can set what weapons and stuff you want to use. So, if someone has a hundred dollar weapon and you have the server, okay, and you make the thing, there's not going to be an issue because you can pick. The host gets to pick what guns you want to use. So if you don't want to go up against people with using those weapons, then don't join a game that people are using those weapons if you don't have them. Okay? So I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with that. The only issue that I have with Grand uh, with uh Red Dead Online, okay, is that the gold ratio and the money ratio, the economy in the game is super grindy. Okay, I've now played for, let's see, I played 8, 10, 12. I'm about 15 hours in. 15 hours in, I'm rank 14, okay? Rank 14. But the problem is that online, if I do a, a PvP match, okay, if I do a PvP match, at the end of that PvP match, I get $3.80, just to, just to say. Literally, $3.80 in-game, Okay. Now, I used all my bullets in that game. Let's say I had 60 bullets, and the, the match lasted for 15 minutes. I used all my bullets, 15 minutes. I'm out of 60 bullets. The next game starts. I got $3.80 at the end of that match, 15 minutes of my time. The next, the next game, I'm out of bullets. I have to purchase bullets within the menu system before you start the match, and it cost me $1.80. Okay? Well, that means I only made $2. Okay? I only made $2 of that. So now, now you're taking my winnings and then even cutting that in half. So if you want to go buy a shotgun or you want to go buy a, a, a volcanic right, a pistol, okay, the volcanic pistol is like $400, okay? I've played 15 hours. I've never even hit $400 yet. Yeah, but, but, you, but you see how it's going to be. It, I think the way that Rockstar structures it, if you, if you look at it, is that you're going to want like a so many different weapons early on and so that's the injection of the quick cash that they hope to get like people want like this gun and that gun so they can do the missions better you know what i mean and then as the game progresses they don't spend as much because they want to see how fast they can grind with the better weapons first and then if they realize, it all comes down to time though I, but that's what i mean but but it's it's the same thing everybody Everybody will find a more. They'll find the fastest day. mission that you can they do. Always, they always do with the best payout. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But my issue is, you also get gold. Gold is gold bars are the current shark cards of Red Dead Online. Well, they okay? should be. It's the Wild West. Right. So you get gold bars. You can earn gold bars in the game by just playing the missions and stuff. And every time you do a mission or stuff, you get like, it's like zero point zero one 
gold bar. So you get like a tenth, not even a tenth, one hundredth of a gold bar. Okay. So if you got that every single time, it would take you a hundred matches to get one gold bar. Okay. If each match is 10 minutes long and you had to do a hundred matches, okay, that's a lot of fucking hours to get one gold bar. Now you need to do that four more times to buy a hat. Because one hat is four gold bars. Grindy, bro. That's no, I'm no, no. I get it. I get it. Grindy. I think it's just a little too grindy because I'm okay about grind. I'm okay about grind. One or game, or optional end game. Correct. But I don't think they should just lock things behind gold bars. What they should do, right? And see if these hasn't shown their hand yet with, when they're talking about their stuff because they haven't implemented their currency online yet. Okay. But if I want that hat and I want to buy it with in-game money, it should be like $1,000 in-game money or one gold bar or four gold bars, right? So you either pay for four gold bars and buy that costume or hat that you want, or I can grind for 25 hours and know if I grind for 25 hours, I can get that hat as well. I think there should be a point where you can purchase what you want with real money or purchase it in-game money. Regardless, I don't think one should be hidden behind gold bars and one should be regular money, in-game money. You know what, what I'm saying? It, but it doesn't gold bars translate into dollars in the game? No. They're two separate currencies. Well, shark cards were currency, currency, straight currency, right? Well, no. Shark cards you would have to purchase and then you would input the code and that code would give you the money in the game. Right. So if I buy, if I bought five thousand, if I bought five hundred, half a million dollars in game, it would cost like twenty bucks or something. Correct. Like you that. buy a gift card for twenty dollars, gift shark card, and then it would turn into a million dollars, and then you would purchase. Right. 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 In so this, in this, no, in this, it's gold bars is separate as a currency, and then there's regular money currency, like in-game currency. Right. So the grind is just a little too. If they adjust now, a buddy of ours, Fixy Fix, said something to me last night. He said, "Well, they can always adjust it to make it less." Or more, more, right? And I was like, you're right. Because if they said, let's say you got 50 cents every time, 50% of a gold bar every time you did a mission. And then they're like, whoa, we're getting way too much money out. Let's back it off, right? And then they back it off, even though it's a beta, to like one-tenth. You're like, whoa, well, that's dirty. That's dirty, Rockstar. That's that's dirty, 2K. You, you took 50% and now you're giving us 10 cents, right? That, the grind's too... That opens up that that where right now they're at ten cents, and they can always give you twenty cents or right, thirty right. cents. Well, well, once again, but they this, can never go this, back. This is this they is can never go back. It's a different beast. Remember, Grand Theft Auto Five was Correct. a money money grubbing game, whereas this, the the income's not the same. Right, you're not getting the same kind of thing. You're not opening up a club and right. doing. Well, not yet. Fun. You don't know. You know, you can open a saloon, run businesses, and stuff like that. A moonshine right. plant or whatever. Right. We don't know. We don't know. It's only been two days. We don't know. Correct. What they what they have in store. There's a lot you can do in the Wild West. The not potential. As much, not as much as you can do in present day world. However, I'm sure they're going to tweak the grindiness depending on what they see people play. Right, right. That they want to see. Oh, for, right. This is not even. It's not even. To, it, it hasn't even gone to everybody yet. Right. They're probably going to let it go for a month. Right. Not the beta. Once it opens up officially, they're going to let it go a month, get the data they need, and then do the adjustments by then. To answer your question, Santos, if you can take Jebediah's hat from the road, now you can grab hats. I didn't know this. You could because I tried and it didn't work. But today when I did it, you could grab hats. Now the <clears> problem <throat> is, I bought an eleven dollar hat. $11 hat, not real money, in-game money, $11 hat, and then I lost it, 
and I couldn't put it back on. And I was like, well, where the fuck is it? Because usually you can go in the horse and click it, and then it puts your hat back on. It, it's not in there. So what you have to do is go back to your camp, put the hat on, and then save it in your horse. Okay, and then it'll be there. Now, if I steal Jebediah's hat, go back to my camp, and then make that hat in my horse, maybe. I haven't tried that. We'll try that tonight when we, when we, when we do it. Um, but I don't know that answer. If you can do that, then I'm just going to go around trying to find someone's cool hat, shoot off their head, put it on my hat, and then save it. And then if that's the case, I'm cool with that because that's just a hat. You can't get it closed like that. It's just a hat. So I'd be okay with that if, they, if you could do that. Now, besides the gold bars and stuff issue, let me tell you. I, we'll talk about Bethesda later, but I just want to say something. Okay, Rockstar has just, like in the single player game, you paid 60 bucks, which mind you, I said that they could charge $100 for this game and you would still have your money's worth in my personal opinion this could have been the first true hundred dollar video game and i would have been okay with it right i would have been okay if they raised it to hundred dollars i would have bought it and i would have been okay with it right because i'm a rockstar fan less, less people would have bought it but they still would have made the same amount of money the same amount of money right because you're making an additional forty dollars on each 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 person so if they only sold four million copies you're still selling double the price that's you know what i mean whatever yeah, yeah, so, yeah they got it so I have to say, like, the online on top of this, I'm going to do a comparison real fast, right? So you have an open giant world, okay, which is sort of like survival, right? Because you have to eat, you have to drink, okay? You have to feed your horse, right? You have to take care of yourself and, and, and stuff. You can shoot and kill anybody you want around the thing. If you die, you don't lose anything except $2. Every time you die, I think you lose $2. If you don't have the money, you just don't lose anything. Uh Right, cinematic alone. Exactly, exactly, Tally. How you doing, Tally? So, let's look at Fallout real fast, right? Open world, giant map, okay? Glitchy as fuck. Rockstar has a game. Open world. There's no. There's really no glitches. There's a couple of bugs here and there. Beautiful open world, and it's an add-on. It's an add-on to a hundred-hour game, and it's for free. Fallout charged sixty bucks. For a co-op experience with your friends in a posse or whatever, and it's a broken fucking mess, okay? Rockstar has won us over because they supplied us, okay, with a single-player game that's outstanding, okay? So no matter what happens from this point, if you're a Rockstar fan, okay, if you're a Red Dead 2 fan, they, Rockstar could say, hey... We're giving this, and people would spend their money. If they said right now, if they come out today and said, we have DLC plans coming out in January, single I player, wish. right? Let's just say, people would drop it. If they said it was $60 DLC, people would be like, yeah, it's a little expensive, but I'll do it. Uh, all right, but let's, Just because let's, the single player was uh, so all right, good. But, all right, but let's be clear, and this is going to go into the conversation in the power hour, okay? The conversation is going to be is that Rockstar has proven themselves and proven their ability to implement that kind of microtransaction loot box thing in gaming and still make it worthwhile for everybody else. And the credibility they have is still high where, yes, you would pay $60 yeah. for a DLC. Yeah. I mean, think about what they've done with Grand Theft Auto V. Every time we, are, we do a podcast, every single time we're like, oh, Grand Theft Auto came out with another, another update. Right? Every single time for three years, every week. 
Grand Theft Auto comes out with some well, sort of. Uh, it's like once they, a month. I, it's once a month they come like out with something. something. Something happened about once a month. Yeah. Right. Once yeah. a month, they're always putting something into that game. Okay. So the game modes that you're in online right now, you have you have a couple of different modes, right? You have like a capture the flag mode, which is pretty interesting. You have a couple of races. You have like a a, a regular uh, horse race. You have a race where you can go in any order that you want. You don't have to go in order of the track. You just have to hit checkpoints across the thing, and there's guns that you pick up and shoot, and chaos ensues. Um, there's a battle royale-esque type game mode where you have knives or a bow, right? The circle keeps shrinking, okay? Well, it's, a B, it's, a, it's a BR. It's a BR, but it's miniaturized, right? Very right, much right. smaller, right? And you have to keep moving, and it's one shot, one kill. Like, if you shoot someone with a bow, dead, right? That's it. You throw someone with a knife, dead. Um... Then there's other other games I haven't tried yet where every time you kill somebody, your ranking goes up so everyone knows where you are on the map, so they come after you. So you have to like be strategic because everyone's going to come towards you. So whoever's in the lead, everyone can see. And then if you're tied, no one can see you. You know what I mean? Then you have to be the last two standing. You have to balance it out. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a pretty good mode. Um, the capture the flag uh, game mode is pretty neat. So they have like the smoke. Right, and you have to either go in a building or around a building, and they have like A, B, C, D flag points. And when you take it over, there's multiple colors. So this is how it works. So I played a game with four other groups, four other posse's. So there's like orange, there's blue, there's yellow, there was uh, uh, green, I think. Uh, so there's four separate teams of four people each, okay? And you're all fighting to get control points and stuff. It's phenomenal. It's really fun. My only my only concern with that with PvP is if you kill someone and you pet, they spawn behind you every single time, and then they shoot you, and then they're dead, and then it's it's like a, the but spawn there, points are terrible. A, I know, I know, it just started up. I'm just curious: is there like a stagecoach mission where like you have to deliver something with the stagecoach and somebody attacks it? Yes. So there's random missions where there's a stranger in the game. This is the free roam. Okay, this is not a, a game mode. This is a free roam. You can go up to a stranger, which is at the, one of the posts, and they're like, "If your moral is good, okay, follow me here. If your moral is good." They'll give you they'll give you offers to take the carriage to go get a mission, right? To go take this from point A to point B if your morale's good. And if you're bad, you're robbing stagecoaches. If your morale's bad, that same guy will give you a mission to go get a stagecoach and and then get it take it over. Okay. Are we talking about real life morale or moral? Or what are we, what are we talking about, Tally? You're talking about in game. Both? They could be both be questionable. So I like that. So your your honor actually dictates what you're doing in the game. If it's bad, you get to do bad things, right? So you almost, if you're an honorable guy, you almost become like a deputy in the game. Like you're a sheriff type of guy because you're going after bad guys. So we started a posse yesterday. And within 10 seconds of starting the posse, we had another posse come and try to assassinate us. Okay? Which I thought was pretty cool. All of a sudden, we're at our camp. And your camp is safe. Your camp is safe. It's like base. You have a flag that goes up. It's it's a no one can shoot you or harm you in your in your. It's like a social space. You know, it's like the it's like your your home base when you yeah, play freeze tag. When you play freeze kid. tag, yeah, but it's like a social space, so people can come and you can just talk or whatever. No one can kill you. But if a posse puts an assassination on you, that posse comes after your posse, and they, it's either you kill them or they kill you, and that's the that's the end of it. So there's a couple of cool little things that can happen. Um, what else? They haven't put any kind of heists or anything in yet. Uh, there's two types of posses. There's a temporary posse, and there's a permanent posse. 
The permanent posse, you can have up to seven people. Okay. Actually, it's 10 people. You can have seven people in your camp, and then you can invite three other people to come in temporarily. Okay. Uh, you have a large camp. Uh, our posse today, we had seven people, or we had six? We had six people today fighting or playing with us, which was really cool. So basically, we, we, we got on top of a train because there's, there's a lot of rewards in the game. So you have to ride the train for a thousand miles, okay? And the circ the circumference of the map is ten miles, just under ten miles. So you have to go just a little bit farther where you started to get ten miles, right? So while we're on there, okay, we're shooting birds, killing animals, killing guys, shooting things. We're getting our train ride in, but at the same time, we're getting our posse time in because you have to be hundred hours in a posse. You have to be a hundred hours as a posse leader. Okay, you have to kill like a thousand birds or a thousand animals. You have to ride a thousand miles. You have to. Um, the, the the checklist of busy work is is, is is a gajillion. Is endless. is endless, right? There's so much busy optional stuff to do. You don't have to do it all, but if you're a collector of stuff to do stuff, it's all there. Right. Hashtag permanent posse. We all know about the permanent posse. Um, so in the permanent posse, though. You can actually name it. It costs you two hundred dollars in game. It took me. It took me twelve hours, Sarge, to get two hundred dollars. Took me twelve hours to get two hundred dollars to make a posse. I finally made the posse. So the Goonies exist. We are the first Goonie posse. Okay, in the thing. So the next person has to put a number behind it or call it something different. But we're the Goonies. Um, so anybody that wants to join the posse, you're more than you're you're more than welcome to to join us in in Red Dead. It's a, it's a grand old time. Today, after we got done with the train, we parked it at Saint Denis. We got off and we're like, we're going to make our last stand, okay? So we started shooting people in the town, and then lawmen came. We started killing them and shooting them and murdering them. Well, when you, when they, when you kill them, though, you can pick up the bullets from them, right? So yeah, yeah, you pick up the bullets. bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We paid for 52 minutes with a wanted level. 52 minutes with a wanted level. And we were like, oh, this has got to be the highest you can go. And then we looked at the rewards, and it said... 120 max. And I was like, oh, we got to do this for another hour and 10 minutes. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, but, yeah, but not consecutive. Just consecutive. Total. No, consecutive. You got you to gotta stay in a gunfight. You have to be wanted. You have to be wanted for an hour and a half. Yes. Two hours. Two hours. Wait a second. That means you have to stay within that circle the whole time. Yeah. You can't run away. Yeah, you have to sit there and just Damn. shoot and kill people for, for, for 120 minutes. That's a, that's a little much, don't you think? But, but if you want to get the gold status, it's optional. You don't have to do it. <laughs> so in the in the free roam online, you can go hunt, right? You can go hunt. The same things apply. You can go fishing. You can do all that stuff. But it all unlocks at a certain thing. You can't go fishing until, I think, rank 14 or 16, I think, is when you get the fishing rod. And then once you unlock the fishing rod, then you have to have the money to go buy the fishing rod. Okay? You can't just steal a fishing rod? No. Uh, there's also passive cards. So, like, there's three cards you can activate. So, right now, I have a dead eye that, uh, it, it like, I forget what, about which... the, what about the bonuses from, from from those trinkets from the original game? Does it carry over? I don't off? think the trinkets are in. I think your cards are the trinkets in this game. Okay. Uh, so, there's a couple cards you have to buy, and you can upgrade your cards three times. So, the first card you buy is 50 bucks. Okay. The second upgrade for that card is $350. And then the last card to buy is like $1,000 to buy the third tier of that one card. Okay. It's 
I understand that beta is three days old and they don't have enough things to do, but in Grand Theft Auto, you would do a mission, you get like fifteen k, twenty seven thousand dollars. In this, you're getting fifteen, yeah, but, twenty yeah, bucks. But, but but it's all it's all it's, it's all, all relative. It's, it's all, all relative because you need you need hundreds of thousands of dollars. But when I have to keep upkeep, when I have to keep upkeep of my camp, my stable, my horse, my food, my clothes, like you're buying every, it's like real life. Like you have to get enough money. My, I have to yeah, get. But, I need a raise. But, but, I need but, a raise, but, Rockstar. I can't afford yeah. anything in the game. But when you play that, when you play that way, though, it's like a job. Though it's not fun. It's you actually have a job in a game. It doesn't. I don't. I don't. Correct. The first card is free. Your very first card, agent. But if you want to buy a first tier card again, is fifty bucks. Is fifty bucks. So your first card is your very first card is free, but your first tier uh, another card. If you want another card, tier one is fifty bucks. Then it's three fifty. Then it's a thousand. Yeah, yeah. That's how they get you. The first is always free. That goes in anything in life. That goes in anything in life. Um, but I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed with Rockstar. Honestly, I'm not impressed. It's like I knew they were going to hit it out of the park. When they said there was going to be an online Red Dead, I was like, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So we're going to play that today, tonight. So see if you want to play, Sarge. I don't know if you have to do it through the, the, the uh, little you, you know, whatever it's tutorial. A 30 minute tutorial. Yeah, it's a 30-minute it's a tutorial. I, yeah, yeah. It's 20 minutes. It's, it'll be 50 minutes because it's 20 minutes to create your character. And then you have to get another 20 be, minutes. It might, of... might be longer than that. Right, it could be. It could be. Um, I did find out the hair doesn't grow in the, in the online. So someone did confirm it does not grow. I thought it did. I thought it did grow, but it does not. I think you have to do the hair tonic. I'm not sure about that, though. Um, but you can go to the hair cutters and get any size cut. But haircuts are expensive, man. It's like 8 bucks, $8. That's, that's 30 45 minutes of actual PvP time if you want to put a beard on your face. Hey, hey listen, if, 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 if my hair doesn't grow in-game, then I'm just going to go bald. That's it. <laughs> don't even need hair. If your right. hair doesn't grow, then it doesn't matter. So, Rockstar, though, fantastic. All right, fantastic. Next topic I want to talk about, I want to talk about Sea of Thieves. <clears throat> now, Sea of Thieves... Let me put this uh... is like is that game that only the hardcore people who like Sea of Thieves are still playing, and the rest are like, "Why is this game still going on?" Right. Well, as we're talking about all these games, that, I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's true. All, all as we're talking about all these games, we always have a total story of what's going on here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so Sea of Thieves has an update. It's called the Shrouded Spoils, I believe. Okay, I played the Pioneer program a couple weeks on the weekends. It's phenomenal. Right. It's if this if this quality update came out in the very beginning, people would talk differently about Sea of Thieves. But because it's six, what, eight months, six months, seven months in. OK, which I said by the end of the year, this game is going to be fantastic. Uh, so they did a quality of life. So the quality of life they, they did in this game is one. They added this fog system in. OK, so remember, they came out with the new islands and stuff that, that started uh, last month. This month, they have the islands or the the fog, and you can't see it through the fog. It's like thick fog, right? So you can't even but, see where the islands are. Random, it's a random occurrence. It's a cloud that moves across. The, it's a cloud that does, kind of moves it, across. Does it move across like the rain moves across? Yeah, it moves. So, so it's possible to have rain and fog at the same time, kind of overlap. So does it move around? I'm not sure if it moves around. I think the fog is the fog, and then the rain uh, is is the rain, but it moves. Um, it's like a random uh, thing. Are, is this is this still, is this uh, add on? The volcanic island, islands as no, well. This is, is that before. This is that's this is after that. That's already okay. off. So this one's the one that includes pirate sloops. 
Yeah, this one has pirate sloops. Right. And what they did was, so the pirate sloops are now, they could be aggressive or passive. So the, the skull ships that used to just go out and attack, because they were always aggressive, they come up next to you, they are now part of the world all time. So you can see a, a ship in the distance, Quite and it could, be, it could be a real, a real ship, or it could be a skeleton ship. I don't know if someone will test this out. I guarantee someone will test this out. Because someone made a video said they're going to follow a ship, a passive ship, to see if they actually go do things. Okay? Like, if it gets off the boat and goes get the treasure and stuff like that, if it actually does that. I'm sure we'll find out if it does or not. So, or, or, if, or if they attack each other. Correct. So, the ship is out there. They're passive. Or they're aggressive. Now, if one's passive, it'll leave you alone. It'll it'll cycle next or, to you. Or maybe, or maybe they're passive aggressive. Right, right. And then when you once you attack it, it'll. T I, I I got your joke. It, once you attack it, it'll attack back. Right. So that's cool. Two, they brought in megalodons, but the megalodons now there's like four or five different type of megalodons. They all look different. They all do kind of something different. Okay, like their patterns are different. The way they attack you is different. The way they look is different. If you just want to go hunt Megalodons now, because before, that was like the weirdest thing. You killed it for the mission, and then you're like, well, what's the point? Why would I do this again? Right? There was no point. Now you can farm them. You could literally go back, like a Borderlands or like a Destiny. You can go back and find the Megalodon and just keep killing the Megalodons over and over because the Megalodons now give you treasure. They give you treasure. So you can take that treasure, put it on your boat, and you still have to get it back to your to the islands, right? The Kraken gives you treasure now, and you can hunt the Kraken. You can just go out and hunt the Kraken. Every time you kill a tentacle... You, I thought it was random. How do you hunt the Kraken? Well, you just go around trying to find it. When you find hoping, it... Hoping hoping he spawns on you. Right. Well, you know how to find one. You put some treasure on your boat. You go around, and you just try to, you try to, get, it, you try to get it to capture you. What he does, if you have treasure... If you have treasure, usually he tries to get you, yeah. So... Once you kill a tentacle, that drops that drops treasure as well. Okay, so now you can just go hunt the animals in the world. Okay, and I think there's another creature they put in, and I'm not sure if anyone's found it yet. I think it's a giant crab, if I'm not mistaken. Um, then what they did was they added uh, six new forts. So remember some of the forts that used to pass that never never were active. Well, now they're active. So now there's nine active forts that could happen on the actual map right so now you can do all your missions right you can do all the missions you can do the accommodation missions accommodations is like go kill five megadons go kill 10 megadons go kill 20 megadons is there is there a checklist someplace there is discover it? yep there's there's a checklist uh in your accommodations and stuff like that there's events that go on all the time right so for for the um oh god i forgot the the i forgot that group is called but there's the second currency in there that you can go buy at different things. They now can customize your ships even more. So you can get new different uh, customizations for cannons, different customizations for the wheel, for the anchor, uh, different little uh, trinkets and stuff. Uh, they brought the mermaid statues back. But now the mermaid statues, when you shoot them, they drop like a ruby or emerald or diamond or whatever the hell it is. Uh, and then you can pick those up as physical treasure. Bring those back and then turn them into the uh, to the the gold hoarder and make and make stuff there. Right, so well, that's good. So there's a lot of different things that you can do now in the game. A, a lot more, a lot more busy work to be put in. Correct. There's a thousand. Well, I shouldn't say a thousand. There's like fifty things now that you can do instead of five, right? 
So if you just want to jump on, instead of doing gold horde missions, you can just go hunt megalodons, or you can just go explore yeah, most islands. Of things, most of these things sound like you still need to have people with you as opposed to trying to do it yourself. Oh, yeah, I don't think you're going to hunt a megalodon by yourself. It'll be pretty mm -hmm. tough, but with your crew. And then don't forget, they're doing the the ship battle royale stuff later next year, early next year, which is going to influx that, that player base a, but, uh, a bit. That's a, that's a, probably like a 10 boat, four player. I, th I think it's eight, eight boat. I think it's eight boat, four player, or you can have 10 boats with so two VR, players. Everyone just, everyone's just going for treasure and trying to sink each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that being like total chaos, total chaos. It'll be fun. You just see people shooting out over each other's boats and stuff. I want to be a part of it. I want to, I want to do like, I'm going to get a crew together and just go in, just it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be nuts, almost as nuts when we played the the pirate ship those nights we were fighting. It was just me, you, and Duplas trying to kill the the, the pirate ships that kept popping up. Yeah, that was that was chaos, and those were NPCs. Can you imagine if it was right with actual people? Actual people. Yeah. <clears throat> so Sea of Thieves continuously pushes uh, Xbox that with the Game Pass and stuff. Um, we have a uh, we have a couple minutes left because I want to talk about the Power Hour. We got six. Yeah, minutes. we have six minutes. So okay, so the Game Pass right with with Xbox. Um, with with Sea of Thieves as they updated it, right? I haven't played the State of Decay update yet that came out. There was an update for that. I haven't played it yet. But there's a there there was an announcement, okay, last week that we talked about two weeks ago. Sorry, um, about Obsidian being bought by Microsoft. Michael, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it was official two weeks ago. So Obsidian just announced today that they're coming out with an RPG game. Now, no one knows much about it, right? The last, the, trade, RPG the, I know, the last RPG I know about was New Vegas. Right. Well, they also do Pillars of Eternity and stuff like that, right? So um, they're they're coming out with – it's supposed to be a first-person first person RPG, like a Fallout, okay, like a, like a New Vegas. Um, they trademarked a thing I think called the Outer World, okay? So we're assuming it's some sort of space game, okay? They're going to announce it officially – at the game reward show uh, next week, December sixth. Okay, so here's here's the big thing, right? So Microsoft just purchased them. So I'm a little excited just from hearing this. So Microsoft just purchased them, okay, and now they have the backing. They can make a game they want to make. And look at the downfall that's happening with Fallout right now, right? Bethesda's just shitting on their own IP and everything about it. And then here comes Microsoft. Okay, because I guarantee you Microsoft said, now this is just my speculation, they said, Bethesda, we would like to purchase the Fallout name and brand and the IP, okay? And Bethesda's like, no way, we can't sell it, we're not doing it, right? Because I said, I think Microsoft should buy Bethesda, put a Fallout game, and make all the Fallout games exclusive for Xbox, right, and put it on the Game Pass, okay? I've said this. But now Obsidian's making an RPG game, and Obsidian worked with Bethesda, and they know how to make New Vegas. And they know how to make that stuff. So Microsoft said, mm. they said, hey, mm. how can you make a, a uh, RPG, right? Cyberpunk's coming out, Fallout and Starfield and all these games. Skyrim 6 is coming out. Can you make a game like that, Obsidian? They're like, well, yeah. Yeah, we could do something like that. And I think they've been working on it for a while. They said this is their passion project they wanted to make. And now they have a backing of it. Okay. And okay, if they, so have they been working on it? They've been working on it. The backing, they, there's concept drawings. There's concept drawings and everything already. We don't know what we're going to see at the award show. I think we're going to see gameplay. I think we're going to see like a two-minute trailer of actual when, gameplay. When's the, when's the, when's the game event? Uh, it's December 6th. 
Okay. They'll show more of it at E3 next year, and then it won't come out till 2020 when the new Xbox launches. Right? Oh, man. Uh, I, I hate to get excited, but that sounds kind of interesting. So we're it's just rumored right now, <clears throat> but they are announcing something next week, December 6th. So just in time for Pearl Harbor Day. Correct. All right, so that's that story. That is a game that could be on Game Pass. Think about it. Another game, first-party title, Microsoft chalking it up, going, all right, we got we got 13 companies now. Now we're making these companies don't want to work with us. We'll just buy a company and make and make them make a game like that we want to make, right? And that's what it kind of sounds like. So watch out for Microsoft in the future uh, for that. Um, I think what what is the next we, we talked about we talked oh EA that's the next topic I want to talk about we're mm-hmm, we're, we're mm-hmm. saving we're saving uh, EA, EA we're saving we're EA saving the Bethesda crush for the end topic my my theory I think no my thoughts my thoughts on EA is what I'll call the topic okay so here's the thing Sarge. I read a, I read this article, and YouTubers have made this thing. Now follow me, chat. Follow me on my 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 brain where this it's is, going with is, this. This is your this is your this theory. is my theory. Okay. okay, on what EA is doing and why they're doing everything they're doing. Okay, on, pur- on purpose. On purpose. On purpose. Okay. Okay. So it all started when they were trying to move games over from what they were in the past to these microtransaction thing, and then it got halted with Battlefront 2, okay? They brought out games that were broke. It, I'll go back to Battlefield 4. 4. Okay? Broke. 18 months 18 it took. Months. 18 months to fix it, okay? After Battlefield 4 was Star Wars Battlefront 1, which was also a debacle, okay? After Battlefront 1, there was Battlefield 1, which at times was broke. They tried to implement the microtransaction with the skins and stuff like that, okay? Then they added seasons, okay? Then after Battlefield 1, they added Star Wars Battlefront 2, which they were trying to do the microtransactions, and this is where their kingdom came crashing down, right? They had this plan, okay? It didn't work out for them, and they had to back off, but they wanted to take Star Star Wars Battlefront 2 and then leak the uh, the content over the year, Okay, and miraculously, after the debacle of Battlefront 2, EA announced that E3 Origins Premium, okay, the premium access where you pay 15 bucks a month, okay, and you can play their whole lineup of games, okay, you can pay $100 right up front and get it for a year, or you can pay 15 bucks a month for a year, okay, so then look at this, you got Battlefield coming out, Battlefield 1, which is on there, right, and they had their seasons that they were doing, that they were they were uh, practicing and testing, okay? Then in Battlefront 2, they kind of did the same thing. They had, like, seasons and different things, like the Solo movie came out, and they had this thing, and then the Jedi movie came out, and they, they implemented Rey, and uh, they now they have Obi-Wan and, and Grievous with the Geonosis map slowly leaking this stuff out over a year. This is on the Origins Pass, right? This is on the Origins Pass. Everything's on the Origins Pass. Battlefield 5, okay, this fucking game where the sales now, they say, are 60% down in the UK for physical 
games. Well, there was an article written in November of 2017 that did a study in the UK, and they said they were very surprised because they weren't expecting UKers, okay, to conform to digital until 2019, okay? But in 2017, it went from 30% digital sales, okay? Hard, hard sales. No, no. From 30% hard sales. No, 30% of, of digital sales. Oh, okay. Okay? To 60% last November. So 60% digital sales, okay, were in the UK. So... 30% jumped on the bandwagon and said, you know what? I'm not buying physical copies anymore. I want to buy digital copies. Okay. Now we can't track digital sales not because yet. the companies don't let you. They just don't because digital sales are all inclusive. Now that's microtransactions with game sales with anything. It's all lumped into one, one conglomerate thing of digital sales. So follow me now. Okay. They're making shitty games on purpose, unfinished, because Battlefield 5, not finished. Okay? Battlefront 2, not finished. Battlefield 1, wasn't finished. What's coming out in February from EA? Anthem. Anthem. Anthem comes out. It's not going to be a finished game. It's going to be a game like Destiny, okay, where they're going to be milking it, slowly juicing the content over the next year, okay? They've dropped the price of Battlefield 5, where it's like, I think, $35 now. Well, for half that price, you can pay for Origins, okay, which is only 15 bucks a month, okay? So, if you pay 15 bucks a month, Sarge, because you're not buying Battlefield 5, right? Battlefield 5 sales are down, okay? But yet 60% of the people, right? Physical copies are down 60% in the UK, but 60% digital copies are up in the UK, okay? So where are they spending, where are they going, right? So I'm assuming if, if UK is going digital, US is going digital because we're a bunch of lazy people. We don't have time to go out to the store to buy an actual copy, okay? So the digital stuff, okay, is now being shifted. Now, I didn't buy Battlefield Five. I bought Origins Premium Access for 15 bucks. I didn't buy Star Wars Battlefront 2. I bought Origins Access for 15 bucks a month. Okay? Now, I if I pay 100 bucks, the average gamer, now we're on Mixer, we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're not the average gamer, right? The average we're above average. We're buying 3 to 4 games a year, okay? Different games, not from the same provider, okay? So, if let's say Battlefield 5 sales were just in the, let's say, I'm sorry, let's, let's back up. Battlefield 1 was, let's say they sold 5 million copies, okay? 5 million copies of Battlefield 1. And then they came out with another game that year, Battlefront 2, okay? And that sold 2 million copies. Now, combined total, they have 7 million copies of units sold from two games, which is only $120 for two games, okay? What does that equal? One year, one year of the... One year of Origins. One okay? year of Origins. One year of Origins for two games from one publisher. Okay? So, if I pay 15 bucks a month, I can play all their games. So, you're saying you're saying that EA sh is shitting the bed on purpose to get people to buy into Origins because right. instead because... of wasting your money on a shitty game, at least whatever game comes out, you'll be able to play it. Correct. Because you're not going to pay $60 for an incomplete game. 
but you'll sure pay 15 bucks to play all their games and you can play that game and you get early access to that game because if it comes out in December 1st and you're an Origins Access player, you can play it two weeks early. Right? How, how come nobody else is talking about that? Right? Nobody has brought this up, right? Everyone's saying that the physical copy of the game is not selling, right? But yet Origins is not pushing. They're not really pushing or advertising Battlefield Five at all. Or V, whatever well, you want to call there's it. There's been no advertising for Battlefield Five at all. The marketing right. has been horrible. None, right? They didn't really advertise Star Wars Battlefront Two either, right? Everything's kind of under the radar, right? And then EA is getting sued by Germany with these loot boxes and stuff. And EA is just sitting back, and this is what I think they're doing. They're like, they're playing right into our hand, right? Because loot boxes will be out, right? But then they'll charge for skins and stuff. You're not going to pay full price for games anymore because their games are incomplete. So don't buy our $60 games. They told you straight up, don't buy Battlefield 5. If you don't like it, don't buy Battlefield 5. Origins Premium, access $15 a month or 100 bucks a year. Okay? Right, investigation of loot boxes. That's fine. Even if loot boxes are gone, right? They just sell the skin. You want that they're skin? Still, they're, they're still getting. They're still getting the passive money, rather than rather than rather than worrying about whether the next game will do well or not. They're getting stable yeah, money. They're still getting your money from the gamers. All right. So they're still getting their. They're still getting their two games a year, but the difference is now there were seven million copies between two games, but there's twelve million subscribers that came this year to Origins. I don't know the number. I'm just saying. But it's not one particular game that makes twelve million dollars sales now. It's the 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 Netflix. It's their organization that's making twelve million subscribers a year at a hundred bucks with microtransaction for skins and whatever else they're putting in there. That is what's happening right now, in my opinion. Right? Everyone's like, "Well, fuck EA. I'm not going to buy their game. I'm not going to buy Battlefield Five. Oh man, they have Battlefield Five and Star Wars." Wait a minute. Star Wars is down. I could pay for 10 bucks. Why would I pay 10 bucks for that when I can go pay 15 bucks a month? Just play that game for one time and then I don't own it. I can just get rid of it, right? Cuz GameStop's not going to take my my game back because it's a shit game, right? So they're just sitting there and they're just they're laughing. EA's laughing right now. Nobody's talking about the Origins Premium Access because they don't have to give those numbers out. Right? It's all digital. All the stuff is sold in digital form. That's it. That's my theory. My theory is they're making half-ass games so they can put it on their program of Origins, EA Access, okay? So you can buy the game on, in December, play it, and then when they come out with an update, you come back, you come back, you come back, you come back. They put seasons, they put DLC, they put new characters, they do all the stuff. Because usually they're only putting out one or two games a year anyway. Right. So they're still making the money. Right. Whether they make whether they make a title that year or not, they're still making the money. And think about it. If you're a person that only plays, let's say you love Battlefield, right? You buy Battlefield $60 copy, you're just a stat, right? Sales are down, okay? But if you are a hater... Of Battlefield 5 or EA, but you like other games. Like maybe you're a Mass Effect fan, right? You paid 15 bucks so you can play Mass Effect. And you're like, oh, well, they have 60 other games on here. Oh, let me see what other the games they play. And now you play Battlefield 5, and you're like, oh, this is pretty good. I didn't pay full price for it, so I'm just going to keep playing it. Oh, new season? Let me play. I'm telling you, man, this is where it's at. This is where they're making the money from, but no one's talking this about is, it. This is going to be stable, stable money for the developers 
yeah without having to put like okay well, just just for to, just to go along with your point if they keep bouncing between uh battlefront and battlefield just to say let's say i'm a battlefield fan but i hate star wars right so i'm not going to buy the star wars game but i'm still paying the gamers pass all year right so in te te technically speaking i did buy the game right because i'm paying 15 bucks a month correct right so what it comes down to now is making the games pass valued to give for people to hand over the 15 bucks a month, whether regardless or not, if a game is being released that year or not. Correct. So think about, here's the games that are on the Origins Access game, okay? <laughs> Duplass, my theory is this alone, right? Are you ready? So they're not buying the physical sales. Physical sales are down, but... I'm gonna name some games off, and if you're if you're a fan of any of them, you want to try one of them. Let's see if you like them. Here you go, Battlefield Five, FIFA 19. How many people do you think are playing FIFA 19? It's the most popular game on the planet. Okay, but yeah, okay, but let me make one little point there. I think that this will work as long as they can still have their honeypot, which is Madden and FIFA. All if micro if microtransactions are taken away from loot boxes, after, not microtransactions, right? loot boxes. Oh, I'm sorry, loot boxes. If loot boxes are taken away from their honeypot, then they'll have to rely on Origin Access because otherwise EA is in trouble. Right. The Sims, <clears throat> Anthem, Unravel Two. Oh, Unravel Two. I can buy Unravel 2 for 20 bucks, or I can play it for 15 for that. Oh, wait, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's a 70, 80, 100-hour game. I don't have to pay full price, $60. I can pay 15 bucks for the month. Um, Burnout, Battlefield 1, Need for Speed, Star Wars, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, do, you like, do you like any of the other uh, Titan game? Instead of going buy Titan and owning it, you can just rent it for 15 bucks. There's, there's so many games that they have on this thing to play. Even if you try, it's a purchase once, forget about it, because people forget. They put a credit card number in, okay? And even if they get you for two months or three months, and let me tell you something, it's almost impossible to cancel your fucking EA Access, okay? Because I had EA Access because it was a 14-day free trial. So I tried it out for 14 days when Battlefield 1 came out back in the day. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's on. The Origins, it's right here. I can buy it. Premium. 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 Oh, it's not on premium. The Assassin's Creed Odyssey is not on premium. I'm sorry. Okay. Not but yet. but Madden FIFA, FIFA alone is the world's largest game, okay? Most popular game on the planet. That alone is pulling in more money than most games see in their entire lifetime in like a month. Okay? So that's okay, my theory. That's... You can agree or disagree what you want, but when someone tells me that physical sales are down, but they don't know what the digital sales are of that same video game, because if I go on if I go on Twitch right now, there's people playing Battlefield 5, and that's just a small percentage of the community that's playing it. There are full servers all the time on a shitty game that's not complete and doesn't come out full for six months. People are playing it. So digital sales are not tracked. They can't be because they're muffled in between the microtransactions and the loot boxes. So again, that's what this discussion's for. You can agree or disagree, but my theory is that EA is okay making half-assed games and shitty games because they're just going to throw it on their platform for 15 bucks a month. And if you don't like one of their games, you can play multiple of their games for the same price for a fourth, for a fourth of the price that you would pay for one game. And that 
is a good deal in any way you look at it. 15 bucks over $60 is a better deal than anything. Even if you only do it for one month, okay? Which you'll do it for more because they're always coming out with something. Like a game like Anthem, where it's going to be monthly updates like Sea of Thieves, like like a grand theft auto personally i personally speaking for myself i'm not ready to hand over another monthly payment to 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 an eventual fun event i did it i did it with with game pass last week i'm paying i paid a dollar i got 14 day free trial i paid a dollar for a month i'm gonna keep it because there's games coming out that i want to play that i'm not going to pay full price for because i'm already paying 10 bucks and i have an access to to 100 games and i i want to play 40 of them i want to play 40 different games for ten bucks, am I ever going to get, get to it? it? Probably like not. I said they have to. They have to establish value for the service. That's what they have to do. All I'm going to say is I'm going to mark this day down, and we're going to see what happens in the future if EA is hurting, okay? EA or, is not hurting. And yet. then see what Origins upscale is uh, on their on their ticker, because I guarantee you that the Origins Premium Pass is doing much better than any of us even think of, right? Like, you don't think that Epic's making a shit ton of money if you don't follow Epic, okay? Because of skins. They're making billions of dollars off skins, okay? So, again, digital sales, right? That goes under digital sales. Fortnite's a free-to-play game, but their digital sales are in the billions, right? No one's buying a physical copy of Fortnite. All right, it's time to talk about the elephant in the room. All right, so the next one we're talking about is Fallout 76 and Bethesda. Right, it's, this is the fallout, the fallout of Fallout. Right, right, it's the fallout of Fallout. Now, I I know, I know you've been playing it. I know you got it. I know you're enjoying yourself, <clears throat> but you you do have to understand before you tell your story, you really have to understand that why people are upset about oh. what it, about what it is. Right, and it's not it's not a finished product. No. Especially made by Bethesda. I've never said this before, but in my professional opinion, as a alpha tester, pre-tester, game tester, because I've been playing tested games now for five years, actually longer, because I I played early access Minecraft back in the day, and that's 10 years ago. Okay, that's been out for 10 years. Okay, I've been early accessing games for a decade. Okay, and again, I didn't buy Fallout 76. I returned it. Got my money back before it came out. I canceled my pre-order, okay? Brain gave it and gifted it to me, and I said, you know what? I'll play it. I played 82 hours. 82 hours. At 76 hours, an achievement popped up. I played for 76 hours. It said, you played Fallout 76 for 76 hours. You get an achievement. I went into my my, uh, T60 armor, okay? I was playing with Tweak. My, my, My lantern on my helmet wasn't working. I was like, hey, my lantern's not working. And then all of a sudden, I got out of my, my costume, and my guy was disformed and stuff, and I could get out of the armor. I took all the armor off. I put it back on. I got back in, and then my guy disappeared. So in the armor, the armor's there, and you can still see your guy in the armor. My guy was invisible. You could literally see through and just see the armor walking around, okay? I couldn't get out of my armor, okay? I couldn't get out. I can't, that means I can't use any workbenches. I can't fix my weapons. Okay. I can't repair my armor. I can't do anything. I'm stuck in my armor. My armor breaks. One of my legs breaks on my T60 armor. Okay. And because my guy is invisible, you don't see the 
the the chassis of the armor. So it looks like my guy is running around with one leg. Okay, he's like it looks like he's hopping on one leg. So now it's it, it, it looks ridiculous. Okay, I'm fighting. Uh, my guy's invisible. I'm on one leg hopping around. I can't get out of my suit armor. My my sledgehammer breaks. My sword breaks. I'm out of I'm I'm out. Of, I can't do anything because I can't interact with anything within the game because I'm stuck in my armor. <clears throat> They're making a patch. It's supposed to come out on Tuesday. But up to that point, there's little glitches. There's little bugs. There's little things here and there, and I get it. The graphics. Everyone says the graphics are terrible. I don't know what they. I don't know what they want from a game anymore. To me, they're like the wine testers, right? The wine tasters. Like, well, this is a a 2004. This is a piece of shit, right? Like, they're they're so high up on their horse for video games that they can play a game like, uh, uh like a pixel game, okay? And they're like, oh, this is a great game. The graphics are or whatever. But then when a AAA game comes out with not as good graphics, okay, which are better graphics, they are better graphics, okay. Someone's like, "Oh, it looks like graphics from 2004." Get the fuck out of here. Go put a gra- go put a game in in 2004 and tell me what the graphics look like. I can guarantee you they don't look like what what Fallout 76 looks like, okay. And don't say they look better, okay. The art style of the game is Fallout. Like you look at it, you don't know if you're playing Fallout 4 or Fallout 76, okay. Even if they kept the graphics the exact same without the 16 times particle effect that they've added to it, okay? Graphics to me mean absolutely nothing. Nothing. Minecraft is one of the most popular games on the planet, okay? It's pixels, okay? They've made games just based on pixels, okay? They're, the gra- gamers give it too much criticism. Now, Fallout 76, up until 76 hours, I had a fantastic time playing with friends, exploring, play of quests. I didn't get annoyed with the hollow tapes or me not looking at someone. I've already made this point on, on past broadcasts as far as if a person standing in front of me is an NPC talking or if it's a robot in front of me talking because I'm walking around the room as he's chatting and I'm just listening to him talk while I'm still searching for stuff, right? Same with a hollow tape. To me, there's no difference, right? It's a fallout. You came out of the ground, okay? You're by yourself. You feel lonely, because there's no other human beings. It's capturing a moment there, okay? They've made a stance on the on the design point. Now, I know you could shit on the game and say, well, it's a broken game. It's fucking, it's it's bad. It's a early access game. And I agree with you 100%. I don't believe this game's worth 60 bucks. I think you would have had a better response if you came out to your public and said, hey, we're working on Fallout 76 and we need testers, okay? If you want to get an early access... Right, because you just ask, you just ask your fans, and they will come. Right, and you say for twenty bucks, even thirty dollars, you can get in as an early accessor, so you can play this game. There's plenty of games that have done it. Ark did it, Conan did it. There's so many games that have done it, and they would have had a huge appeal to show up because it would have been an alpha test. It would have been an early access game, and then the people that were playing it would have seen it and said. Oh man, it's 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 buggy and stuff, but we're gonna fix it. We're gonna help you fix it, Bethesda, because we love what you guys do. Okay, so the modders would have fixed it, and then they could have talked to the modders and said, "Oh, what would you do here?" And give them, you know what I mean? They could have done something, but instead, they became a snake a snake oil salesman, right? They became a snake oil salesman where they pushed this game out and said, 
It's the largest map we've ever had. It's the, still the Fallout experience. You get the co-op. There's PvP, which is completely fucking broke, right? Completely broke. But I never played PvP because I'm a PvE player. But what happens is I hit you, Sarge, okay? I already know. Before you hit me, you stoke up on all your meds and stuff, and then you unload on me, and I'm dead. Because I, I, I can't respond that by then, right? I'm, I'm, it's too late for me, okay? Because I hit you, you're, you're bulking up, and then your answer back to me is doing damage to me already. I do no damage to you, you smack me back, and I'm dead. Broken mechanic. Anyway, the lore's there. The, the, the searching around the, the board is, is there. I had fun. I had fun with playing with Dupless and Tweak and, and, and Atomic and playing and, and fighting and, and the mechanics. I'm okay with the T guys coming at me, right, every once in a while. I'm okay with a glitch here and there, okay? I didn't have that many issues, but this, this armor is just is broke, is broke, right? They're already doing an update for the, for the building area where I said while we were playing, I was like, man, I wish you could bulldoze and get rid of some trees and stuff so I can put an actual house down. So I, because everything's in the way. You try to build a house like, oh, the trees in the way, all oh, the bushes in the way, uneven ground. It's like, build anywhere you want, but don't build anywhere, right? You have to build one platform and then build up like a, a backwards triangle just so you, uh, just so you can put your stuff on land. There's Yo, so okay. many p good potential in the game, but at the same time, it's a utter fucking mess. Yeah, but getting back, getting back to your point, if they had said outright that this game is not done, but this is what we want to do and just talk it out and say we could be your testers like that. Like, that's the way to go about it. Instead, like you said, Snake Oil. It, was giant, it was giant deception. And now now they have ruined the credibility of Bethesda. The, the only way the only way they can get it back, they can make a masterpiece now. They can make a masterpiece. And this is the problem, right? If they come out with with um, Starfield, Starfield. Or, or Elder Scrolls Six, whichever one's next, all right, and it's the most phenomenal game you've played, right? The graphics are fantastic. The gameplay, there's no glitches. But, there's but nothing. That would mean, but that would, if that happens, that would mean that seventy six was a train wreck on purpose. But what if they said that Starfield was co op and it had multiplayer, and it was still a beautiful experience? Every, no, no. Every, everybody's going to be hesitant now. No, but I understand that. But what I'm saying is Fallout 76 is a test, right? We said that. We Correct. Said that it's is a test. It. Before they, before they, right. As soon as they announced it, it said it's a test to get into the market and I, stuff. I said, as soon as I heard about it. They took, they took their single player game and converted it into a multiplayer co-op game, which is super hard to do. I know it sounds easy to us, right? Like you just, you just make it happen, right? That's not. I understand Starfield is a single player game, Duplass. Even if it was a multiplayer game, they wouldn't tell you that because it's not out yet. Okay. What I'm saying to you is, this is a test. So if they used if they use this as a platform to see what they could do with the engine and to implement co-op, because I've always said that Fallout would be a better game if it was co-op. Skyrim would be a better game if it was co-op. Okay. Like you and a buddy going through the world adventuring together right it doesn't have to be multiplayer like massive multiplayer right, right. just like co-op friend just co-op this has done it fallout 76 has made fallout into a cooperative game you can do all the missions and all the stuff with your friends and it works seamlessly you can join and and travel to someone seamlessly are you listening yay because we can't even get into a goddamn server for battlefield one or any game it takes 15 fucking minutes Fallout 76, I can join somebody in no time. It works. It just works. 
And I think they've used this as a testing. And if they just came out and said this was a test and they wanted people to test it, I think they would have been applauded instead of dread through the mud, kicked, and then beaten with a dead horse over and over and over between all these YouTubers and articles and all this stuff. Because as we were talking about Red Dead before, Red Dead is an online optional add-on to an already amazing game. And they've done everything better than what Fallout 76 has done. Okay? I can go into houses and search and pick up items. I can do missions with my friends. There's PvP that I can shoot at anybody at any time. And there is no you tag you're it and tag back. You just you just start firing and shooting. Right? They've done everything that Fallout 76 is doing. And they did it in their sleep. They're like, oh yeah. Here's a single 100-hour single-player game. Oh, by the way, here's online Red Dead. Uh, right. Have fun, right? For free. Meanwhile, they're charging 60 bucks for plus, alpha. Plus microtransactions. Right, plus microtransactions. Okay? Now, the microtransactions to me are kind of absurd, right? Like, five bucks for a skin or whatever. I, I just have that mentality. I don't buy skins and stuff like that. If I earn it in-game, which you can, which is fair, you can earn a lot of fucking atoms in game so let's let's talk about the microtransactions real fast because of the new fuckery that they're doing with this nylon bag that was supposed to be canvas now i know people yeah, are looking at you, this you understand they're mad dude it's 200 250 for that for that well it's not it's not 250 for the canvas bag it's 250 for no, no, all the no, stuff no, the whole package yes, yeah, yes yeah so everything in the package is fine except the canvas bag which was a a nylon bag Right, canvas is completely different than nylon, and the only reason this is popping up is because they lied about Fallout 76. I can guarantee you, if Fallout 76, okay, came out and there was no problems and it scored like an eight out of ten, a seven and a half out of ten, no one would have been bitching about the nylon bag. But because the dead horse is down and everyone wants to fucking just beat a dead horse, okay, this canvas bag which is false advertisement it is it is false advertisement okay it said canvas bag on the description they got it and it's one of those like raincoat bags you know what i'm talking about like that fucking yeah, it's, nylon, yeah, it's, nylon yeah, bag, it's a yeah. nylon wrinkly bag in the in the picture there's an issue there right the issue is an insulting that the response they gave back to the person saying well it was a prototype and it was never meant to be sold. But yet on the site, it said the bag. It said the canvas they bag. They, they changed it now. They changed it now. In case, case, in case everyone's trying to get caught for false advertising, but it did say canvas bag on the site. So here's what Bethesda has done so far. They gave you a game that was an early access. They charged you $60. A week later, they put it down to $45 and then or $40. And then a week after that, it's down to, I think, $30 now, if, I, if $30. I'm not mistaken. Right? $30. So it's half price. A week and a half after it came out, okay, which is insulting to everybody, right? I'm who glad bought it first, right? Who bought it first, right? Who bought it first? Right. It's insulting to everybody. Then the people that try to get their money back couldn't, right? They didn't even have a two hour period. Like if one, you have to do your your research. If the game's shitty, and obviously there's plenty of shit talk about it, so if you missed that and you still bought the game. I'm mind-boggled by that alone. You could you could do what the guy did at the EA and knock over all the shells. He doesn't know how to spend his money because not only did he waste it on Fallout 76 and he was pissed about it, he then had to pay for damages for that store that he did. All right? But anyway, so they, they screwed up on Fallout 76. 
They screwed up on the refund policy of Fallout 76. They screwed up on the price point of Fallout 76. And then don't forget about the $5 bribe. Right. And it, then, then here's the fucking thing. Fake money. Fake money. Yep. And add them. That's a dollar. Dollar and add them. A dollar for uh, whatever it is, right? It's $5 for, for a, a fucking penny. skin. It's a, penny, it's a penny for an atom. A penny for an atom. 500, 500 atoms is $5. Right. So if the canvas bag cost let's say to make in bulk let's say it cost thirty dollars right but it was just too expensive for them to make which is understandable i get it which is understandable right so they said you know what let's go with the three dollar nylon bag right yeah. so the difference between the three dollar and the thirty dollar canvas bag is twenty seven dollars am i correct that's correct okay so if they save the money mind you it's it's fake currency in a currency. virtual world yeah. okay and they offer $5. $5 for Adam Currency, which can get you, I think, a rug, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing. A, a lampshade, uh, and, and, or something. The dress is a few things. That is the biggest fucking insult, okay? If they want to make, if they want to, if they want to save face, this is what they do. People that paid $60 for the game, not that most of these people won't give a shit, right? One, they have to promise they're going to fix the game like No Man's Sky, okay? Two, the differential for whenever the price point stops when they're selling it, if it goes down to $10, okay, they have to give us the $50 in atoms, okay, in-game to make up for the $50 that I spent. Now, I, I'm never going to get that money back, right, if I, if I was a purchaser of the $60 game. But if I got $50 of virtual fake money in the virtual world that I can spend in your game that you're going to fix, okay, I would be okay with that because that's what you should do. So the virtual money for these fucking people, they're giving five bucks for the canvas bag. That's basically being spit in the face. I will take a shit in a bag in that nylon bag. Okay. I mail it. I mail, it back I mail the them bag. back the nylon bag with my shit inside of it. Okay. And I'll put virtual currency. I'll throw in like a Publix gift card or a Netflix gift card for them. Cause that's a virtual currency that they can. And then I'll, I'll mail it back to them. Okay, it's insulting. It's insulting that they did that because it's virtual fucking money. They can give you a hundred dollars of the virtual money, and they're just going to spend it in your game that they've spent their money on. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's bad, bad business, man. Bad practice. I don't know what's going on with Bethesda. I don't know if like Todd Howard is like, yeah, just do it. Yeah, I don't have time for this. I have other things to do, and he's just not paying attention to all this. And Pete Hines is like. Oh shit! Another fucking fire to put out. Like I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening at that at it, Bethesda. Yeah, but they gotta get their. They have to get their shit together, man. They have to make up a lot. So they have to fix the game. All right. They have to fix the currency money. Like give people the difference between the canvas bag and the fucking nylon bag. Give a refund to the people that want their no, refunds. Want refund. Okay. And then also give the difference. If so, if I don't want a refund, I like your game. But give me the price difference. I bought it a week ago, and it went down half the price. So what is my motivation the next time you come out with a game? And it's sixty dollars. I'll see you. I'll, I'll see you next week when it's when I'll it's wait. thirty dollars. Right. I'll wait. Right. It's it's yeah. a clusterfuck, man. What what is your what is your take on this? <clears throat> well, first of all, I I am considered a Fallout fanboy. Oh yeah, I, I, I go I, to you I, for I, all I the own, stuff. I own all the Fallout's. I've played all the Fallout's, even the isometric ones. I really wanted to like 76. Okay. I didn't buy it because in June, I knew what this was. 
Okay. I knew what this was. I talked about it on the show. Yep. So I was going to wait. Okay. When you told me you were going to play it, I watched you play it. But as you said, for Beth- Bethesda, here, here's the thing with Bethesda. I went up eight levels pushing a string, Bethesda, mind you. Bethesda has a way of doing the game where people forgave the glitches and the bugs, not because later on they were going to fix it or the modders were going to fix it, but because the story and what happens in the game was so damn good, you overlooked the bugs. This game has no story at all. So you're focusing directly on what you would normally focus on for a Bethesda game, which is glitchy as hell and fucking broke. Right. Okay. Right. So you've got no story to back it up. So the hardcore Fallout people are like, this is garbage. I want my money back. And it's not even a hard copy. It's digital. And they won't even allow you to get the money back. So basically it's like, we're sorry you bought our piece of shit uh, alpha alpha stage testing game, but we're taking your money. Here's like, the... That's how I feel about it because real... that's bullshit. Well, real okay? quick, to add that on to that, is... real quick to add on to, to, to your point, they got it off Steam. They didn't go to Steam because Steam gives money back for yeah, their they games. Wanted, they wanted to make sure that they hang on to every yes. dollar they made. Yes. Very and dirty. In a dirty way. Dirty and way. All the money in a dirty way. So not only did you f- – not not only let, – let's be honest now. Not only did you gamble on a game that you were going to fuck everybody over on anyway. They doubled down have, on it. <laughs> you didn't have a title coming out anytime soon. Like you're waiting for your titles to come out, right? It takes a while for Bethesda to make a game. That's how it should be, right? They were trying to do, and I'm sorry to say this. Well, they have Rage. If, if Rage is coming I, out. If, Rage 2. If I, if I add together all the facts in the case of what this game was to what happens right now, this is called a cash grab. That's oh, what this, this is. is a, this is the definition this of is, cash grab. This is, this is a, the complete definition of right. cash grab. You, you, used, you, used your, you, you used the clout of Bethesda and people's understanding of I can release a crappy game, but we'll still love them. They use that to their advantage and they release this piece of shit, right? And everybody chewed it up and now they all want to spit it back and they're like, nope, you bought it. It's yours. I'm like, how dare you? Right. Uh, don't, how oh, dare oh, you, you touched how, it. You touched like, it. I don't, I don't want to. How dare you use the goodwill of the community who's been, who has been loyal to you since the beginning who made okay. Bethesda. Okay. And now you are gambling with your credibility for your piece of shit online game. That's a cash grab with microtransactions. I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like I'm a fanboy. I'm disgusted. It's I'm disgusted. It's disappointing. Cause I, I honest to God, I truly mean this. I had a blast for 76 hours. I didn't have the issues that most of the PC guys had. Okay. I didn't have issues up until that last point where it's game breaking. When you have a game breaking glitch in a game, that's unforgivable. You you created a game. I can't even complete the game. It's game breaking. Right. It's broke. It's broke. And, and and not only not only that. Now now you have a lawyer firm looking into yes getting a class action class lawsuit. action lawsuit for false right. advertisement for false advertising improper refund and consumer yep. consumer yep. act. I mean, how do you how do you go from Fallout Four to I'm gonna burn the house down? I I, I don't know, who, man. Who, who for? I, I want to know two things. I want to know who got hired new between Fallout Four and now. Which new guy that they hire that's in charge of something? Right. I mean, it can't be Todd. 
Okay. I, I can't. I can't. There, it can't be. be Todd's just the be, figurehead. He's the figurehead to show out. Another guy somewhere in the company that was hired to do whatever, and this is his shitstorm. I need to know. There has to be some kind of journalistic report on what's going on in Bethesda in the next three months. I need to know because there's no way. There's no way you can go from Fallout Four, <laughs> right, to this. All right, and then even even after the shit comes out, this is what Bethesda's doing. Yeah, right? it, it, it doesn't there, make sense. There's no, there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> Sarge is losing his voice over here. He's losing his voice, getting so upset. Bethesda, you, you fuckers, you you made Sarge lose his voice. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's, it's 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 mind boggling to me. It's it's mind boggling to me. Right, time for Activision to show their face. They're all showing their faces. Look at all the debacles that were right, happening listen, right listen. now. Activision is thanking. Bethesda. EA is thanking Bethesda. Bethesda to take the heat off them for a little while because Battlefield 5 is also a shit show. I don't care what anybody says. It's a broke game too. Right. This is this is gaming in general right now. Okay. This is gaming in general. I'm gonna release the game no matter what. Either you buy it or you don't. It doesn't matter. I get the money up front. Then I tell you I'm gonna fix it. Right now, EA has this. I don't know what EA is thinking. Think about EA. That's why I'm thinking that they're they're trying to do the same thing because if I release a game that's broke and tell you I'm going to fix it, now here's the catch. Remember, there is no DLCs for Battlefield Five. Everybody's no. going to get everything over time. Right. So does it matter whether I buy the game day one? No. Or not. Sounds right. like an origin's pass to me. Right. Why? Why would I give EA? money for a game that's not finished when i can just wait until the game is completely done and get it at a lower price yep right so i this is this is where we are guys this is where we are they, I, I can't i can't even i i'm getting a i get a my brain is locking up that bethesda has the balls to do this like it's like it's like you know what i think bethesda said you know what everybody else is getting uh shitty press what can we do to get on the fucking chart what can we do? Uh, I got an idea. Why don't we release the this game we're working on, but we didn't finish it yet? Well, which game? Remember that multiplayer version of Fallout we were gonna do, but we didn't really finish it. Why don't we? Why don't we release it and throw some microtransactions in there, and then we'll release it only digital, only on our website. Don't offer a refund policy, and then shit on them. Right. All at once. That'll, that'll make Paul, the customers happy. That, that would make that would get us at the that would get us some front page news of every gaming magazine ever. Well, they say there's no there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Because so let's, let's let's do that, right? right? Well, think about it. Because even if this is the shittiest game on the planet, which right now it it basically is, it. right? The next game that comes out can't be worse, right? So if it's they come out with, if they come out, so their half-assed Starfield will look good. Yes, yes. Your expectations for their next game were like Starfield was like through the roof, right? And here's Fallout seventy six. So now if Starfield's here, you're like, well, what an awesome game. They they did a lot better job than Fallout 76. Th that's it. That's the mentality, right? That's it. That that's what they're training us to do. They're training us to look at games, okay, and go, that's eh, a pretty good game. Yeah, it's a good game. It's broke. It's completely fucking broke. And you're like, oh well, their next one's gonna be better. Right, the next one's gonna be better. Go get him out the, there, the, champ. The, go the get him, champ. One, the next one can be better than completely fucking broke. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. They've lost their get out of free card. They they've burnt the house down. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it's the friend that you don't invite over anymore, right? It's a, it's it's that sneaky friend that you're like you you could just asked you could just ask. No, yeah, they shit, they shit the bed. Yeah, 
Brian, you can't come over anymore, man. You shit the bed. You shit the bed. You shit the bed, Brian. You can't come over anymore. You know what I mean? So that's that's what it is. It's like it's it's to me, it's mind boggling where the gaming community is is coming from and going. And I'm telling you right now, they're blowing proportion out of Fallout 76 because there's been shittier games from other people. Yes, but not not on the level no, of difference not, between not last because, game and this game. Look, it all started. Let's look at where it started for, for Fallout 76. When they said they had a multiplayer, that's all they had to do. Multiplayer, everyone was like, fuck. Fuck you. Where's my Fallout 5? This is not my Fallout 5. Yeah, but, that's but, where it started. Yeah, but you should know. You and Gasoline. I know this, you and I both know it's only been three years. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, of course not. There's no way. There's be no way. They can't even, listen, they can't even do a Battlefield game every other year. It's impossible. You can tell. It's not enough time for it to cook. They're trying to do Battlefront, Battlefield. Battlefront, Battlefield. Every two years, you cannot do it. It doesn't work. You don't have enough time. Yeah. It, 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 just, it, it just boggles my mind, though. Here's what I don't like about what's happening right now. And I get it, right? Everyone, it's it's their job, right? If you're a writer, you want clicks on your on your on your articles online on your Twitter account. If you're a, a YouTuber, you want people to watch your views because you gotta get paid. You gotta pay your money, right? I get it. I 100% get it. The difference is what's happening right now with the Fallout debacle. Okay, is showing a lot of people's true cards of what type of person they are, right? And then what I mean by this is. When someone makes content like Red Dead, Red Dead's a phenomenal game, and YouTubers that make content for that talked about their review of the game, said their piece of the game, okay, and then moved on to, hey, here's how you get uh, this uh, this uh, Arabian horse. Here's how you do this. Here's how you get gold bars from over here. This is how you complete this mission. It's a positive thing, and it moves on, right? And that's how they keep making clicks, right? They made the review. People like the review. Then they talk about hints and tips and tricks and all this other stuff. And they keep getting their hits and they're making their money. But when a game comes out that is that staple for that month, okay, and there's nothing coming out in between, they have to shoot it in the face, kick it when it's down, take the lawnmower and run over it, pick it back up, throw it back on the ground, keep kicking it, keep punching it, keep it, shoot it in the face. They just keep going over it because if it's a shitty game, okay, if it's a shitty game, you talk shit about it, you give your review about it, and then it goes away. It just vanishes, right? You don't hear about it. You're like, well, that's a bad game. I'm not going to get it. But for some reason, Fallout 76 is getting so much hype, right, that one guy, there's multiple guys, but one YouTuber will make seven, eight, nine, ten videos of just talking shit about the game. And it's like you said all of this. In video one. So now I see that you're not really a content creator. You're not really a person that knows what they're doing. And you're just there to get the clicks, which makes you no better, which makes you no better than what Bethesda's doing, in my opinion, about releasing content that's incomplete and fucked up, right? Because you're a YouTuber and you make all these beautiful content of stuff, right? You make your review, you make good, you make good content, good content, good content, but then... With bad content, you make your content, but then you shit on it, and you shit on it some more. And it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, why are you doing this? Writers for for publications, okay, wrote an article of a review, okay, 
They wrote about it when it was a beta. They wrote about it when it launched. They wrote about it when it was out to them. They wrote about it a week later saying the same shit. They wrote about it, I think it was six articles in, and they finally said, I'm doing constructive criticism. No. No, you're not. You're shitting on something, and the reason you're doing constructive criticisms now is because you have to stretch it out for the next game to come out before you review the next game because you have nothing, right? And that, to me, is integrity is just out the window at that point. They're just there for the clicks. Now, I know they're a business, but if you're a business doing shady shit to get money, what's the difference with Bethesda's doing and what other people are doing to, to make content off of Bethesda's shitty game, right? It makes no difference. It makes no difference in my opinion. Now, there's people that make fantastic points, okay? Like I watched Angry Joe's video. He made great points. Skill Up. I love Skill Up's videos because he, he just makes me feel it take, it takes him a while because yeah, he, he, yeah. he, he puts it. he puts time into it. He makes me feel smarter when I listen to his reviews because the way he does it, it's just the way he articulates. Even if I disagree with everything he said in that video, I'm like, he makes some really good points, right? Two good videos. One was by Channel 5 Gaming, okay? Channel 5 Gaming did a review of Fallout 76 in a developer's aspect what they had to go through and put this in consideration. Great. You should, put still, that link, you should put that link in there. They the, still the... released it, right? Broke. They should put alpha, early access. It would have, it would have made it fine. Okay. And then, um, uh, Hello Greedo, okay? The guy who wears the, the Stormtrooper helmet. He put a thoughts video together. Not really a review, but a thoughts video. And he made some really good points, positive and negative. It's a broke game. He had my experience, basically. Right? Like, I have a really good time playing with my friends. It's like, you're, you have these adventures and stuff that you're going on, and it's good. But then there's bad moments. He's like, well, they'll, they'll hope... hope That's what he kept going through the video. Well, hopefully they'll fix it. Hopefully they'll fix it. He's like, man, I'm saying that a lot. Hopefully they'll fix it. Right? That, that's what he's hoping. But those reviews, when you can ride the fence... And Skillup did it. Even though he thought the game was broke, he said good points and bad points. When someone's a content creator and they're just making bad points after bad points after bad points and then make one good point, so I'm doing constructive criticism, you're not, man. And if you're a writer for one of these publications and you're doing that, it just looks bad. It looks bad. I mean, look at what happened, the fallout that's happening with uh, with Jason Schreier when he went on to uh, Young Yeah's channel, right? Of he, Everyone's like, nope, not, I'm not reading Jason Schreier's uh, articles anymore because he showed him, he showed his true self. When, when certain things came out, you know what I'm saying? And I, it needs to be separated. It needs to be separated. YouTube's a little different because you're not with a publication. You're, you're, you're your own boss, right? So you create your channel how you are. So if you're like a sarcastic prick in all your videos, you stay a sarcastic prick through all your videos. And that's cool because that's what you are. That's, that's what you've presented to yourself. But when you see a lot of people just jumping on the bandwagon... And when people jump on the bandwagon, more people jump on the bandwagon. Like if there's a mob going on and one guy throws a chair through a window and then another guy's like, well, he threw the chair through the window. So I'm going to grab the TV now. Now it's become a crime. You, do you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's a difference. There's a line being crossed and there's a lot of integrity of people that have made good content this last year about all these games. But when certain games are coming out now, they're, they're showing their true colors. And I'm like, mm, all right, well then I'm done with that person. And it's a shame because in the, in this, in this, in this field, hell, I'm not even there yet. Being well known enough, where people are coming to my videos, watching ten to twenty to thirty thousand times, because you want to repeat that. Well, if the repeating is shitting on Fallout seventy six, and that's making money for me, I guess that's the way you're going to do it. But you're a sellout. You're you're a shill. You're you're a person that's doing exactly what Bethesda is doing. 
doing an unfinished product and you're just shitting on it and you're and you don't even care about your consumers. Yeah, I, I, I still can't believe what they did. I, I it's it's almost it's almost incomprehensible. I, I, I need to know who was hired in the last round of hirings. Something had to happen. What what do they have to do? What do they have to do? And then what time frame do they have to do it in? Well, like right now? Yeah, like to get the people back on their side. Okay, what do well, they have for, to do for, and in what for, time for, frame? All right, first of all, you got to give people refunds back who want a refund, right? Yeah. This whole thing, because it's a digital copy or whatever else, right? They know. First of all, they know how long you've been playing it. Of course. Right? Yeah. Right, they know how long you've been playing it. So if, if it's within a certain amount of time, a few hours. I say if it's less than five hours, give them their money back. Right. If they have the 15 people, hours the, in, the, I'm the sorry. People, the people, the okay, uh, uh, I defend the consumer. However, between YouTubers, Twitch, Mixer, Everyone showed you the game beforehand, and you still bought it, and now you want a refund. I'm sorry. Right. Like, right. if you if you if you're past all the thresholds, you don't get a refund. Like, you're past ten days, or you past three hours. Right. Five hours. If, if the deadline's like, like two like, hours, know, three hours, you know, but you have ten. You know it was fucking broke. Everyone knew it was fucking broke. You knew it was right. fucking broke. Okay. On top of that, the people who bought the advanced editions with the canvas bag, absolutely, you got to give them the that's price just, difference. Yeah, it's just in, fucking in game currency. In, in currency, automatic. It's automatic. There, there's like zero customer service. And then you need to call in your crack team of people who are working on other games and you need to fix this fucking beta, this, this alpha game because it says what it is. Like all hands on deck. Like you have to fix it. Right, all hands on deck. And, it, and if you really don't give a shit about it, then I got news for you. The next title that comes out, no one's going to be blinding. In my opinion, they have... They got about a month, two months. I'll give them three months tops to get the game to day one what it should have been, which is a full-fledged game where I could play the game. It'll be, it'll, it might be ready before Anthem comes out, and then Anthem comes out, and then no one gives a shit. Yeah. I, I, I think they're going to update it, but I, think, I don't think they have the No Man's Sky uh, legway, leadway, because No Man's Sky is like six guys in a room. Bethesda's got like hundreds of people, multiple studios. Which means it should be fixed a lot quicker. Right, which means, yeah, two months. They have to fix it, not 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 two years. They have to fix it. They have I mean, to. It took EA 18 months to fix Battlefield 4. But that wasn't he, good. here's the thing, though. If they fix it, right, <clears throat> if they fix it fast and it, and it works and it's like it's like an 8 out of 10 game, why couldn't they do that before? Because they, they it's a cash grab. Right, but why couldn't they do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, why couldn't you? Because it, I'll tell you, it's exactly that's the answer. It's a cash grab. We need to release a title this 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 fiscal year. We need to show some money. So let's do a cash grab. That's what it is. Mm. Especially especially since it's that broke and you have microtransactions in it. Like, if you're gonna put microtransactions in something, you want to make sure it's big and beautiful. And then people are like, hey, I'll I'll throw some money at it, right? But this is a flaming piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And then you put microtransactions on top of it. I'm like, no one's going to do that. Right, and then you're stingy with your microtransactions for refunds. It's like, <laughs> just give them the money of fake money in the game. DDB, yeah, you're... You, um, I forget who said it. I think it was SkillUp. He said that two days after Fallout 76 was released, a modder fixed the, the FOV sliders and stuff. And I find this funny because if you take a picture in the game, like in photo mode, you can change the field of view slider... You can change like a bunch of stuff in that in that menu system that people are asking for in the game, but it's just for the photos. So you can change the field of view slider in the picture, but not the actual game. And you it can see the the port 
from console to PC, like you had to hold like shift and R and then click the button. Some buttons didn't even respond. Like they didn't even port it over completely. But uh, they said that the modders got a hold of it. And they said they didn't even bother like copying and pasting the modder's work that he did to just put it in your own game, right? Like just give him credit, copy and paste the guy's code that he did and put it in your game. It fixes it. They won't even do that. Like that's that to me is funny. It's just it's just like hire that guy because obviously if he fixed it by himself in his bedroom, okay, you should give him a check because you got plenty of money, okay? Give him a check and say, hey, can you fix this for us? Pay him, mate. Instead of being crooks and deceptive like a company, you could be groundbreaking, right? You could be a company and your fans that are modders and stuff that make it like beautiful, right? There's people that made Fallout Miami, okay? Like it's a whole fucking separate game that has nothing to do with Bethesda, all made by modders, okay? That's where you write the check and say, hey, we'd like to hire you to do this, right? I think I think four people made Miami, okay? And it runs better than Fallout 76, okay? So pay, you could be a company. Man, this is actually not a bad idea. I want to start a company, right? I'll just hire a bunch of modders, different people from all around the world to fix the stuff. I just come up with the idea, have them pay, and then send them a check. Boom, you don't even need it. Yeah, Fallout New California is coming out as well. It's it's crazy. I don't understand. Wildcard hired a couple of modders. They should, man, I'm telling you. you You know what they actually should do? If they if they want to fix this game, I, I know how you can do that. I know you can fix it. They should make it where you have to survive while the bombs are dropping, and in your and your way of surviving when the bombs actually drop. I think that would be intense. Like the initial phase of half the people dying, people are running for food, they're trying to kill each other. Like that's a survival game, right? right? And, right. And, and and let it only be timed. You only got three hours. That's actually not a bad bad game. I just thought about it. It's it's right. The bomb, it's it's a it's a the, time the game. Are, the bombs are dropping. You have to try to survive. Right. It's like thirty how minutes. Intense, how intense would that be? You have thirty minutes. It's a it's a massive multiplayer game. Okay, a hundred people on the server. Thirty minutes is a game. Okay, you start inside your houses randomly. Okay, and you have to get your shit together. And what do you do? And you have what to get you? to the bunkers, right. and they only let and they only let ten people in. Right. What happens? What happens if you can't get into the vault? And you got to murder people to get into the vault. Whoever gets right. in there. And then you're you're actually dying, getting ready. Well, that's a fucking game. Right that's there. a game right that's, there, that's, man. That's the, that's the most that's incredible, the most incredible fucking ever. battle royale game I've ever seen. Right there. We just came up with it in like ten seconds. <laughs> who wants to fund us? Who wants to fund us on Kickstarter right now? <laughs> right. Who would pay for that game? It'd be more right. complete than fucking right. fall. Like, I bet you we like, get a beta like together. The game, like the game starts and they do it in sections, right? <clears throat> like it's a hundred people playing. You got 30 minutes. Yeah. And then 30 minutes, then the bombs drop. And then whoever's not in the vault, yep. they, they, the guys who get into the vault pass to the next level. Yeah. Right. The ones that don't have another game to play, which they have to try <laughs> to actually live, <laughs> live. Who can live the live. longest? Right. The next hour, and then yeah. if they make it to the next hour, and, and they find a bunker or something to put in, like a safe spot. Then the game starts about how to survive again when you're in the like that you. would be fucking insane. Dude. Now I'm gonna mark this down because I guarantee you, if someone comes out with this fucking concept, if someone comes out with this fucking concept, you know that they heard this somewhere. Yeah. We put it out the universe, and they're gonna make it. I'm telling you, it's a great game. Yeah, write that down, dude. You know you can call it. You can call it a uh, um, end of the world. No, no. no. No, you, well, you, you can't steal. You can't steal somebody else's name. The real, pick it up. the real Fallout. Yeah. 
<laughs> the real wasteland. It's actually. It sounds actually pretty exciting. You have 30 minutes. The timer's kicking. You gotta find. You gotta grab stuff from your house. You're like, what am I taking with me? Oh, my kid. Like, what, what <laughs> I just want to carry so much stuff. Right. Like, what do you do? Oh, uh, you gotta find a, a like a Jan Sport I, backpack. Here's, here's the best part. Ground zero. It's not bad. The character creation, you don't actually get to pick morals and stuff. It's just you pick stats. No, you're the morals. Put, it's your whatever morals. You, whatever you do for those 30 minutes leading up to you either living or dying. Is your stats that, for the other part? That's the stats. Yeah. For the continuation, now you're, yeah. Now you're a liar, and you're the, right. Those are your stats. That's your stats. That's you that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Right. However, when, once you're in the vault, act, however you act on the crisis as the crisis is happening, are the stats that stick with you. I'm telling you, I think we can do this Kickstarter. Just, yeah. That's it. That's all we have to do. And if we actually do a parody, Sarge, we can pretend we're like I, I can pretend I'm like Todd Howard yeah, talking so about you, the game. We could, call it, we could call it Fallout Ground Zero. No, you can't put Fallout. You can't put anything in Fallout. Fall, they own Fallout. They own the word Fallout. Word. Yeah, you, you can't make a game called Fallout. Oh, but if you can make you can make a you can make a restaurant that fix it up. It would be called Fallout the Ground Zero. Right, right. But if you call it if you open a restaurant and call it Fallout, they can't sue you because you're not doing the same business. Ground, I know. I'll, I'll until I can think of a better game. I think Ground Zero can work. Ground Zero, the multiplayer survival game that games right now, are 30, game, 30 games, minutes, games are done. Yeah. Then after that, you have to try to figure out and like and think about it. Even you don't want to really win, right? Winning means I'm in the vault, and which I is really losing, else. right? But if I don't make it in the vault, how do I survive right. after not getting into the vault? Right. Not bad. And then the, there's a third round, right? So there's two separate. There's first rounds. Everyone, hundred people, yep. right? Whoever dies is in out in the world. Whoever's right. in is inside the vault. Well, However, your actions that's outside. He's gonna die right away. No, no, I understand like, that. You, you're gonna get radiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna ghoul, right, like right. Gonna die right. Like it just depends. So then, so then, round two is everyone that's in the radiation zone is fighting out in the radiation zone, trying to survive the radiation. Yep. Round two in the vault is your whatever you did in round one is your is your stats for round two. Now you, now you have now you have what do you call it? class class problems in the vault. Right. Who's so now this, now you're that? getting what job are you? Yes. You skills? Now you have to try to survive. You you're trying to survive. You, you, you don't get food because you, you're right. not helping. You're trying to survive right. inside the vault, uh, right. and they're trying to survive out in the radiation. And then round three is the vault opens, okay? Right. And whoever survived the vault is now put out in the back of the world. And whoever survived the radiation yeah. world, and, now, and, now and then they merge. Help, those, help <laughs> them or kill them. Right, or kill them. That's it. Like, they, they might be looking for pieces of something. You're just looking for fucking food. Yeah, like... that's it. That's it. I'm telling you, that's a that's a hell of a game right there. I buy that. It would be very intense. I buy that for early access. Early access, I would buy that for twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Early we'll access. 20 bucks. <laughs> it'll oh, come with a it'll come with a plastic grocery bag. Uh, that's what it'll, <laughs> that's what it'll be. It'll come with a ten cent plastic grocery bag, and we'll have cur- in in game currency. We didn't talk. We didn't talk for two weeks, and look what happened. I'm afraid to see what's going to happen in the next week. Yeah, I don't know. Well, perfect timing. We have 30 seconds left. And that is the end of Generation X Gaming episode 151 in the can. If you guys missed any part of this episode, you can watch the past broadcast on YouTube in about a week or a month. But if you want to listen to it, you can listen to it tomorrow by noon on iTunes, Google Play, Podbeam, or Spotify. Please go make sure you hit that uh, review button or rate us on iTunes. Uh, we're really looking to try to get the numbers up so I can reach out to somebody to get our first uh, like sponsorship deal and stuff like that is what we're trying to do. 
Uh, appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me on 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. Appreciate you guys coming out. Again, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast. That goes over a few of the top stories of the past week, and we rant along the way. You guys have a good one. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you, Aaron, guys. See you next week. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.